All right, and here on the Sports Hour, welcome inside once again to another edition, uh, part of Alex Garrett Podcasting and Can You Dig Sports Radio. Now, last night, we did have another football game. The Packers rolling over the Lions, and, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers doing his thing. Uh, 50-yard connection with... uh, Devontae Adams, I mean, you know, it, it, it's seeming like they're back on track after losing 38-3 to last week. Last night winning 35-17, which is against the Lions, what you'd expect from Aaron Rodgers and the crew. But that's not what I really want to talk about today, <clears throat> because we can talk about the Packers all season. Have you been tuning into the Manning cast? The Eli and Peyton Manning show? You guys think he's funny uh, in these commercials. You got to hear a little bit of the Manning cast from ESPN Productions. Eli Manning and his brother Peyton having a great time on the air. Take a listen to this. A little play action shot here for a touchdown. Lines to go up early. And that's about what I know. A run up the middle for one dog. Yep, nice call, Romo. Nice call. Yeah. And then, uh, would you believe it? Two men that faced the Patriots a few times in their career. Peyton Manning, of course, more, but one Eli Manning, a little more, uh, how do we say, also notable for beating the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. Peyton managed to get a dig in on them. During the Lions-Packers game. Take a listen to this. I felt like the Packers were listening to, Eli, you and I, our conversation on Friday about we got to come out and run the ball. I think, I, think our, I think our conversation was bugged, you know, kind of like the Patriots used to do back in the day. So what do you guys think? You like the digs? You, you, you think it's funny? I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. I hope Peyton's there on Sunday to watch his brother be retired by the Giants because, to be honest, um, it's always been interesting to see the way the Mannings are together nearly every time, especially around football. And we all know the history there. Archie and then Peyton and then Eli and that other brother they have, which doesn't do football at all. But that's another story. <laughs> um, I think it's Cooper Manning. I could be wrong, but you know, you know, kudos to ESPN for letting these guys do these games, and you could just tell the camaraderie as both football fan, players, fans, and brothers. So I just want to point that out to you. Now, there is another update, and I think it's a little more. Serious concerning the circumstances. Um, The Yankees won last night. So there's that. And. Boy did they need that. Boy did they need that. Uh, You play Texas. After losing the Indians. If you don't beat the the, the Rangers. Aaron Boone shouldn't have been allowed to fly up to. Boston. Jury's still out on whether they can win a. This series or not, but today was the first. Yesterday was a big step. Two more games to go. We'll have to see what happens. 
uh, to this Yankees team and uh, organization. All right. And then, of course, I don't know. There's just there's just so much going on. But, yeah, week two is done. Can't believe we're into week three next week already. Can't believe that um, we're past the Midway Migrants of Denver. Oh, oh. Today is a very special anniversary here in New York City. September 21st, 2001. I think I'm going to talk about this experience in my next segment because this was special, but how can I not go a moment more without talking about Mike Piazza's tremendous, crucial home run on September 21st, 2001. We never forget 20 years later. And we never forget the moments that really enraptured the city. New York City. My hometown. A town that I can look across the water and see a beautiful Empire State Building. A town that I can look across the river and see the Chrysler Building. And see, that's that's my city. This is my city, New York City. And then when we were attacked, when our city was attacked and hurt, somehow, out of the ashes, Mike Piazza, in front of all those servicemen and women, those first responders that lined the field that day, smashing, I believe it was a three-run home run, against the Braves, off the top of the center field uh, camera well, really. That's where he hit it. And I was there that night. Now, I don't remember the details. I do remember a couple of things, which I'll talk about in my next segment, because this is a special day in New York. Of course, for SNY, the Mets channel, any day is a special day uh, with this moment. But on the actual day... To be doing this, very special. Very, very special. Okay, and and so, tell me what you guys want to hear also. Tell me what you guys want me to talk about. Because sometimes I feel like I cover too much local sports, not enough national stuff. But the honest truth is, basketball's not really there yet. Uh, the NHL is not really there yet. The NFL, I do feel like, is beaten to death a lot. But, heck, if you guys are listening and you want to know more about a certain story, just email me, alex at alexgnyc.com. That's alex at alexgnyc.com, and I will be sure to answer it and make some adjustments for the airwaves um, with the topics you want to hear. I also love to branch out, and I'm hoping to get this guy that had done the city bike tour. All, what, 1077 docks of the city bike he had been to? Uh, I'll tell you more about that in the days to come. I'm hoping to get him on. But yes, sports is a nice reprieve. You know, 
we're seeing the true crime situation with Gabby Petito and this missing persons, person of interest, Chase. So once again, sports becomes that nice escape from those harsh realities too. And, uh, you know, I, I, that, that story is enraptured. And I'll tell you one thing, that true crime has really been um, podcasted a lot. The serial series, uh, different cases. It's amazing that online radio and podcasting could actually reopen cases. And uh, even Netflix did this too. And caused people to want to search more for a disappearance that happened 20-something years ago or a murder that happened 50 years ago. Like, the true crime world is um, is really coming into our world now with this Gabby Petito disaster. It's It's been on my mind. I'm not going to lie. I mean, they arrested the parents of this guy that... Uh, this Brian, I, I don't even know his last name. But it's been on my mind a bit. And I don't know how to equate to sports. Of course, one of the true crime stories, Jimmy Hoffa, the whole old joke was he was buried in Giant Stadium. Underneath it, the old one. That's not true. But it was a nice little wives' tale for years and years and years. But true crime, back in the news. I mean... The nation has been captured by this. We've been seeing updates about this missing person. And then you see video from the police cam footage of her being questioned and crying just two months ago. Or a month ago, even. And they swarm the house of this, this guy, his parents, storming it. Look, I I think I said last week, (laughs) the FBI storms sometimes the most innocent people. I'm not saying this is not connected to the the disappearance. But what I'm saying is, you go after these homes, yet Larry Nassar can freaking abuse women day in and day out. You swarm these homes, yet, I don't know, I mean, they got LT for what he did. I mean, he's a legend for the Giants, but he also had his sexual uh, assaults and even rape. So, that kind of stuff unfortunately happened in sports. My issue is the FBI would rather storm the doors of Quite possibly very innocent people. Heck, even Roger Stone, they stormed his place. Politically or not, it just is disturbing scenes when that happens. But Larry Nassar can continue, or had been able to continue abusing women when they were underage girls. And being a pedophile, basically. And, and numerous... Of these U.S. gymnastics uh, ladies last week referred to him as such.
So, FBI, can you stop swarming doors? Can you stop calling coaches and wiretapping them? They are not the enemy here. First of all, this, what was $125,000? I guess they were trying to get a player or something like that, and they wiretapped Sean Miller, the Arizona University coach, for possible fraud, possible uh, corruption with one of their athletes. It's It doesn't make sense how these are all in the eye of the FBI. I mean, I mean, the storming idea and the, the wiretapping of a college basketball coach. How is that acceptable? Do you remember that when they wiretapped Sean Miller? I remember it because I was watching... ESPN and actually the guy with the Suns DeAndre Ayton they say is possibly why the FBI caught Arizona Sean Miller because they caught him trying to bribe players (laughs) now that's pretty bad But at the same time, at the same time, they're missing tips on um, Stoneman Douglas while trying to get this guy. Look, the NCAA has been making money off these kids for years. Can we agree? The NCAA, I didn't really talk college football, but my Irish won this weekend. My Irish won. I kind of was happy to see that. But the NCAA makes millions of dollars off these players. Tommy Reese. I've got his jersey. But how many Notre Dame fans had his jersey when he couldn't get endorsement deals? How many players have had been <coughs> have been worn when they couldn't get their own deals? So... I really, um, I was disgusted to see it. I'm not condoning bribing players or bribery. I think that's wrong. But I think basketball in the big scheme of things is not worth wiretapping. I think finding out why someone wants to kill up a shoot up a school at the same time as you're doing this is more important. That's just my thought process on that. Ma'am, maybe I'm out to lunch, I don't know. But no, it, it's it's disheartening when you see the FBI. And they might shut me down one day because I'm criticizing them, I don't know. But it's disheartening when you see them swarm Two, two members of this guy's family. They're his parents. Yet Larry Nasser's home wasn't swarmed at all until they knocked the case out. After hundreds of girls were abused. That's the difference.
And I know they're facing their own investigation about this whole uh, way they handled the Gabby Petito situation. And I'm not surprised that either about that either. If they had tips and they didn't act on them, why didn't they act on them? But it just it, it it's this swarming idea, <laughs> and then you know Capitol Hill might want hearings into this. You'll get a lot more quicker than you did hearing the gymnast out. I don't. I personally, maybe I'm too young. I don't. I don't remember a lot of high profile. I mean, the Kobe Bryant situation, that was pretty awful, actually. I don't think that made the FBI ranks, though. But I do know um, that, well, I don't remember a lot of high-profile FBI cases. Um, you know, you want to go there? Pete Rose is gambling. I believe Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. I really do. However, uh, the baseball, uh, you know, they see it differently. Yet here again, I believe the FBI was on that case. And why? Why is that corruption in sports? And don't mean me. Sorry about Tim Donahue. I mean that ref point shaving to get money. That's awful. To have a ring, to to know that CCNY in 1950s threw basketball games in a point shaving screen scheme. Those are all awful. But to me, do they amount ignoring? Do they amount? Getting on the case fairly soon while ignoring girls that want to be Olympians, please, to stop having Larry Nasser around? No. I, I may sound controversial here, but I don't believe that the FBI swarming these different college bribery scandals and throwing games and 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 the, at the pace they do it at I don't believe you're on Alex Garrett podcasting that this amounts to letting a monster stay with Michigan State first of all and stay with the Olympics second of all and then covering up for him that is that nothing you can say about point shaving scandals and about bribery of college players can amount to that negligence. They can't. I mean, I told you last week that they had pit, they had Rafael Palmero and Mark McGuire testify about the steroid scandal faster. And they had these girls on Capitol Hill, these women on Capitol Hill last week. Faster. So, can we stop making big scenes in these true crime cases? And can we start making 
actual steps to improving people's lives, to improving girls' lives, to improving, yes, the health of sports. I, I just think it can be done differently. And I think the health of sports and the health of the NCAA is now here with these NIL and endorsement deals and contracts and whatnot. So that being said, I'm Alex Garrett. Coming back with this little discussion on the night of September 21st, 2001. The night Piazza helped heal this New York City after 9-11. Back after these few songs and messages on Can You Dig Sports and Alex Garrett Podcasting. And the Sports Hour with Alex Garrett.